the Shiur Tanya for Yud Shvat, for the 10th day of Shvat, is Perik Yutes, begins with the words Ulutesafes, until page 50, which ends with the words Belev Klau. The Alter Rebbe explained in the previous Perik about the Oirein Soif, which shines which lights in the level of Chochmah, the level of Chochmah, which is in the Nefesh, and he says that that level of Chochmah, which is a level which is beyond understanding, and it's beyond the level of Bina, which articulates the idea, and the level of Chochmah is what's beyond the understanding, Therein lies the Eirin Sof, and that Chochmah could inspire even people who are not practicing uh, on a daily basis, and people who have no insight into uh, understanding godliness, and yet they are ready to sacrifice, give up their lives to Hashem without any knowledge, without any other commitment, but somehow there is no other way but to stay connected to Hashem and not uh, violate and not uh, uh, do an Avera which would uh, deny Hashem's existence and the unity of Hashem. So in this Perik, the Al-Tarev Perik Yutes, is going to explain further how this uh, functions, how this level of Chochmah, how this level, this hidden love, which every Yid has, and it's hidden because it may not function on a regular basis, but it comes into play when the person's amuna is challenged and that is a deep, natural, inherited love that the uh, person has and al Tareb is going to explain nature, in this case natural, means something which is not based on the person's rationale but it's something which is inherent. It is an inherent connection that the Jew has because he has the soul and he has the level of Chochmah which inevitably will cause the person to stay connected to Hashem and not uh, violate. And we'll learn inside. As we'll learn inside. To add explanation to the above mentioned Ava Mesuteris that we learned in Perik Yudches, So first we need to explain well the verse, the Posik that states, this is a Posik in Mishlei Chov, Posik Chov Zayin, it says, Neir Havaye Nishmas Odom, that the soul of man, 
soul of man, as the Alter Rebbe says, Perush She Yisroel Hakruim Adam, soul of man, meaning the Yisroel, the Jewish people, they are called Adam, because Adam Atem, that's the sages tell us that Adam Atem, Adam is Gemara Yivamis Samach Aleph Aleph, that it refers to the human soul, to the uh, human, to the Jew. So, Neir Havaya Nishmas Odom, the soul of man is Hashem's candle. In this case, the candle, the Neir, means Hashem's light, that the soul of the person is like the Neir, like a flame. Hashem's flame, Hashem's candle, Hashem's light. Which means that we are saying that the neshama behaves in a way that a nair behaves physically. We see the relationship, we say the behavior, the natural behavior of a nair, and the natural behavior of the nishmas adam is the same as the nair, because the neshama is the nair of Hashem. And just like a nair in this world behaves in a way that it naturally is drawn to the above, although it would seem that that would go against its interest, but that's the way Hashem created the nair, the physical nair, the manifestation of the physical nair, that it naturally behaves in that way that it loses its existence in order to connect to its source. The neshama of a person is the flame of Hashem, which naturally wants to connect to Hashem, even though that connection means that it goes against what it seems its interest of its present interest, as we will learn inside. So we're saying, that the Jewish people are called Adam, Nishmasam, there the Nishama, Nishmasam he is Lamashal, is as equated, like the light of the flame, which naturally moves constantly higher up. What is this nature in fire, that the fire always is flickering and wants to go up? It means the natural phenomenon is explained, the fire of the, the light of the fire, the, the wants naturally to separate itself from the wick. It doesn't stay lit easily, it sort of has to be held down, and it flickers and it constantly wants to go and leave the wick. And what does it want to do? To connect in its root, above. The root of fire is... In the physical sense, it's higher up. The root of fire is that's the element of fire in general. 
that's the source of all fire. Shetachas galgal hayereach, the foundation, the element of general fire, is places underneath the uh, sun, underneath the galgal, underneath the sphere, underneath the ball of the moon. As it's written, in the Yitzchayim, it explains over there that amongst the four elements in the world of Eish, Ruach, Mayim, Ofer, uh, the uh, most physical of the elements, which is the Ofer, that should be the lowest, on the lowest level. On top of it, we have the Mayim, which covers the earth, with the exception where Hashem has allowed for the world, to allow so that the uh, earth will be seen. So we have a little bit of her, but in which the world stands on, which the living uh, people that live in the Yabosha live on. But that's not the usual. Usually the Mayim covers the earth. And then we have the Ruach hovers above the uh, Mayim. Uh, and then you have on top of the Ruach you have the Eish the Eish HaKloli that's Tachas Galgal HaYerech but in any event the nature of the fire is to jump up and to go up to its source now what we're saying here the nature of the fire fires right now uh, provides light provides uh, uh, here and it, so its essence right now is to provide light. If it leaves the wick, it no longer will provide light. Uh, it will be extinguished. Uh, if it is included in the fire of above, which is under the moon, it will no longer continue to provide fire. Yet, it's not a logical, it's not a uh, rational uh, and not well-being for the uh, fire but that's the nature of it we're bringing this as a metaphor that the soul too wants to leave even though it's not a natural benefit for the soul but it's something which is inherent in the soul to be connected continues with the metaphor of the fire even though that through detaching itself the fire from the wick it's going to extinguish, it's going to go out and it will not shine at all below, so it's going to lose its function and also above when it is included in the its light will be nullified from its existence in its root because its existence as a luminary as something which shines will be lost because the there's uh, no need inside the luminary inside the ash for this little fire so when we're saying ner havaye nishmas odon we want to bring an example and saying just like a candle even though the fire will lose itself, Afu became bekachu chafitz b'tivay. This is the light of the fire naturally. This is Hashem brought into nature that it wants to leave the wick, not to shine, not to exist, and that's why we're equating this to the neshama 
that the neshama has a natural inkling of not existing, even though that means that it will become null and void, that it will no longer exist, and yet it wants to leave where it is. Koch, that's why the Torah equates to the Neir and says, Nishma Sa'odom, the soul of man, and the soul of man also, not only the level of soul, but also the level of Ruach V'Nefesh, also the level of Ruach V'Nefesh, which are lower levels of the level of the Neshama, and a person who's functioning uh, soul in him is only the level of Ruach and the Nefesh, they have cheftzah v'cheshka, her, des- her want and the desire, betiva naturally, is lepared v'lotzeis min haguf, is to separate itself and to leave the body. V'lidoveg b'shorsha, and to connect to its root, u'mekoira and its source, b'ashem, wants to connect to Hashem. Hashem is the chaye hachayim, the one that gives life to life. Neshama gives life to the soul. What gives life to the soul? That's Hashem. Baruch Hu blessed be. So he wants to connect instead of serving as a function of Chaim to the Guf, he wants to lose his Metzias from being in this world providing the Chaim and he wants to connect in the Chaim into Hashem that provides life to the soul now what's going to happen? Hagam although the soul when it does uh, succeed if it does succeed to detach itself from the body it will become zero and nothing it'll be totally nullified over there in its source Bametzius Legam reforms existing totally and nothing of her will be left from her essence that was before which means while she's in the body in the body of course, once the neshama will reach and become nullified in its source, it may gain uh, a level of uh, nullification, which is really its true essence, that it's a non-essence, a non-created being, a non-functioning chayim into the goof, but its true essence, which is totally bottle in the in, in Ba'ashem Chayachayim. But its existence the way it is now, Atzmus HaRishon, is not in the body, is in the, is in the Guf. And once the Neshama has the status of uh, being Chayim to the Guf, that becomes what it is, and no, generally no created being wants to be not created wants to lose what it is at that point and since at this point Atzmus Arishan is to be the Chaim and to be in existence to have the whole uh, setup of the uh, Neshama with his Koychas and the Levushim etc that would be seemingly the Musa Arishan that she 
is, and now by yearning to cleave to Hashem, Chayachayim, it would lose all that, it would be detached. So, why would it want something like that? So we say, Afal Pikain, that's why we're equating this to the candle, Afal Pikain Zeretzayna, this becomes her wish, the Chefz and want, Betiva naturally. The Neshama, even though there is no explanation why one, Neshama would want to lose its function of Neshama, but naturally, once it did, that's what it means, Ne'er Hashem. It's the Ne'er that draws towards Hashem. It's the natural connection to Hashem. Now, when we use here the lotion of natural, uh, most, or usually, nature means a person doesn't follow his intellect, but goes by his nature, which means it's lower than his intellect. He doesn't use his seichel to a place where Seichel should, uh, his intellect should control and should dictate his actions. Here when we're talking about nature, that he doesn't do it logically, we're saying naturally because it touches, it reaches in a place which is deeper than his Seichel. It's something which is connected to him in such a way that rationally it doesn't make sense, it's just a nature which touches him in a place which his seichel can't even reach. It's something which he is part of his essence, and his essence is that he wants to separate himself. This is return of a And when we use this nature over here, Hushem Hamushal, this is a borrowed name. To anything which is not based in the level of uh, reason and, 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 and rationale and, 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 and logic and, and, and knowledge. So if it's not, whether it's not based on the knowledge because it's a foolish act or it's not based on the knowledge because it's beyond being able to comprehend, it's called nature. So Vagam Khan's also here when we're talking with regards to the drawing of the Nishama to its source, Hakavona, the intention by using the word nature is Sharatsin the Khaifat Zeb and Nefesh, that this the desire and want of the soul, Ainaibhinas Tamvadas Vesekal Musagumuvan, that it's not at the level of reason and rationale and understood and grasped uh, intellect uh, it's not understood we can't, when we say Teva we want to say it's something inside it but it's not based on his his Seichel in this context it's beyond, it's higher than the knowledge and the logic which can be grasped and understood what is it then? That is the level of Chochmah. That's the level of Chochmah that's in the soul. The effects of the soul uh, on the human being is through logic, through his intellect, but it's also through a level which is higher than intellect, which is the level of Chochmah. That is the function of the level of Chochmah Shabbat Nefesh to give the human being 
a connection to ideas which are not based on the reason rationale, a connection beyond the reason rationale. Because in the level of Chachma Baruchu, because the blessed Ein Sof, light of Ein Sof rests in the Chachma. Uh, as we explained earlier, that the level of the Ein Sof comes down into the level of Chachma Da'atzilus, to the Malchus Da'atzilus, which comes to the Chachma of uh, Asiya, which comes to the Malchus of Asiya, and even the Kal Shebekalim, everybody eventually has the Ein Sof in that Chachma of the Nefesh, which uh, functions, which is used in the capacity to create and to connect the person on a supernatural way, in a natural way, meaning in a beyond super beyond his logic, to connect Hashem, to connect the person to Hashem in the way of a nair, in the way of the candle that it is uh, connected and it is uh, becomes part of the of the person and his effect on the human being. Now the Alta Rebbe is going to explain that notwithstanding that everybody has every Jew Neir Nishmas Odom Nishmas Odom even Ruach Venefesh has the level of Neir Hashem has this natural instinct that Aiden Sof which lives in Chachma and yet we see that some people notwithstanding the fact that there is the Eir Yisof in them that wants to constantly connect to Hashem, don't conduct their lives, are not even in the level of Benanim, don't conduct their lives and violate the Torah. And yet we see that at some times, when it comes to a Nisoyen of Kifira to deny Hashem, they will... Uh, uh, stand up to the task, and they will give up their lives for that which is in the So how come it functions sometimes, doesn't function all the time? And why is it called Ava Mesuteris? So the Alter Rebbe is going to explain that the Ava Mesuteris is hidden because it is very possible that when a person who is uh, tuned into his own body and to his own needs and to his own yeshes and to his own existence, which means that he is uh, preoccupied with self, with self-expression uh, only about with himself, uh, at that point he covers up and he doesn't allow for the expansion of that level of Chochmah, that bittel, that level of Chochmah to uh, do its job and to permeate the person's uh, being so that it should affect him. Because at that time he is involved with his own yeshus, with his own body, with his own physical needs, because the nefesh habahamis, which is in the left ventricle, is in charge over his body and it dominates him, and it doesn't allow uh, for the humility necessary for the Chochmah to affect the body. But 
the essence of the Chochmah remains always there intact. The uh, the uh, the cannot cover on the level of Chochmah. They can cover on the level of expansion of Chochmah into the body so that the person uh, doesn't sense uh, the Chochmah, its expression in the body. And therefore the Nefesh Abhamis takes control and dominates the person and causes him to, uh, to, to violate the Torah and Mitzvahs. On the other hand, however, when and at the time that it comes to an issue where the Nefesh Abhamis tries to attack also and take control of the Chochmah, over there it cannot take control over, over it. Uh, so the Ava is Mesuteres is hidden as far as its function and its expansion in the body to cause and help the person overcome uh, his challenges of the Nefesh Abahamis, it's hidden, it doesn't necessarily work over their function all the time. But when it comes to a situation where uh, the Chochmah of the Nefesh Elikis is attacked by the Nefesh Abahamis, when there is a Nisoyen, over there the Nefesh Halakis with the iron soft which dresses a chokhmah is in full uh, force. Because Kedusha, as the Alter Rebbe will explain, is the level of Bittl. So if a person is bottle, he allows for the level of chokhmah to expand in himself. But if he's not in the level of Bittl, so then he doesn't allow for the level of chokhmah. That's why he remains Musutelis. Let's learn a sign. Zehu, Klal Bechol Sitrin Kedusha. This is a rule in the all of the side of Kedusha. If we say there's two sides, there's sides of holiness and there's sides of the other side, of Klippa, of Tumah, of impurity. Holiness is a side. What is the side of holiness? Holiness means, basically, holiness means humility. Humility comes from humility to Hashem makes holiness. That's the side of Kedusha. Humility comes from the level of Chochmah. Because as we say, Chochmah is the place where the power of the soul, which is humble, it's not yet been articulated into a sense, it's uh, humbled before the Ain Sof which dresses up in it. Because you don't feel self in there, you don't feel your existence, but you feel the level of bittel to something higher up to Hashem. So he says like this: This is a rule in this side of holiness. It's only what is extends from chokhmah. That is called the Upper holy, Kodesh. So Kodesh from Kodesh comes Kedusha. So therefore, since Chochmah is Kodesh, so anything that comes from Chochmah is Kedusha. What does it mean, Chochmah? What does it mean? Chochmah is Habotl. That means that it's humbled. The relationship between the oil 
and the level of chokhmah, chokhmah is bottled by mitzias. Its whole ex- in its entirety in its existence, it's subjugated in the infinite light of the blessed Esav, a light of Esav which is rest in it. Chokhmah is a non-entity in its connection with Hashem. Over there, Hashem permeates it. It is only the Eren Sof, it's not the Chokhmah. As, as, as opposed to Bina, where the functioning of the Bina, the Metziah, the existence of Bina, is into play. Over there, in the level of Chokhmah, Chokhmah is Bittl. And Chokhmah, it's not an item by itself. It's not defined as independence, as in the in the an item as mentioned earlier in the Tanya. And that's why it's called Koyachma, a power of what? Which means it's a power of Bittl, it's non-defined. It is no existent by itself. It's a power, but its power is taken over by Hashem. So that is Bittl. So anything that comes from Chokhmah comes from Bittl, that is Kiddusha. That comes from the Kodesh Elyon. The who and that, this side of Kedusha, that concept of Bittl, is Heipach Mamesh. This is the direct opposite. From the level of Klip on the other side. The other side is just the opposite from Bittl. From which the souls of the nations of the world who do for their own benefit. They are only for their own self. It's self-aggradization for themselves. That's why Neir Havaya is Nishmas Odom Atom Krim Odom. The Odom, the Nishama, the Kedusha is Betel opposite of the Klippa which is for the self. The Amrin and they say, have, have, give, give. This is Loshin Mishli Lamet Posik Tezvav. Mormir, and also they say, Halitaini, Bahalitaini, which is what Esau says. Esau representing Clippers and Perich, embraces Perich of Posik Lamet says, Halitaini, stuff me. It's me. Li Yesh Yesh Vidavar Bifnei Atzmai. That is to be. A being and an item by himself. You are somebody. as mentioned earlier in the Perivov. That clippers are an independent Matthias separated, detached from godliness. So this is Heipach Bechinas That's the opposite of the level of Chokhmah. Chokhmah idea is what is bittel, is lack of self. Koyachma. Klippa is diametrically opposed to Chokhmah because that is yeah existent. That is my being, my existence. The person, the in is exists is a yesh. Since they oppose Chokhmah, the lochein, and that's why. Uh, those who come from Klippa, Nikroi and Mesim, are referred to as Mesim. 
the Gemara in Brachas over there in Yitches of Beis says that Rishoyim, even during their lifetime, are called Mesim. The Rishoyim that get their Chayas from the Klippas are called Mesim, are called Mesim because they are opposite and the level of Chachma doesn't function in them because Klipp is the opposite of Chachma. Because Chachma, ki a Chachma techayim. Kehele Zayin, Pazikyut Beis says, Chachma gives life. So the true life comes from the level of Bittl of Chachma. But since the Rishoyim, who nurture from the Klippas, they oppose Chachma, that's opposite of Chayim. And there's also a pasuk in Eiv Dal, the pasuk of Aleph, with the pasuk says Yom Musu Veloy Bechachma. That the reason why they're dead, the way he touches it, is because there's no Chachma over there. There's no Bittel. So, since in order to be in the side of Kedusha, you need Bittel, but the people that entertain and follow the Nefesh Abahamis and the the Nefesh Abahamis and the Klippas. So therefore, V'chein HaRishoyim Upoishi Yisrael and likewise the Rishoyim, the evil. And those sinners amongst Israel, Koidim Shabol Deni Soyim L'Kadosh Hashem prior to their coming to attest to sanctify Hashem's name, they're called dead at the time because that's the Rishoyim Mechayim Nikromesim. Because at that time, what happens is, Ki Bechinas HaChochma Sheba Nefesh HaLikis, for the level of Chochma which is in the godly soul. Im Nitzutzalikus with that godly spark. Me'ayr Ein Sof Baruchu from the blessed light of the Ein Sof HaMelubesh Ba, which is dressed in the level of Chochma at that time. Heim Bibchinas Golus, Begufam Benefesh Abamis are in exile within their body, within who is under the control of the animal soul, which is Mitzad Klipa, which comes from the side of the Klipa. Of the left ventricle of the hearts, which kings and dominates from their body. So at the time when the person's nefesh abamis is in control, when he made the choice to allow the nefesh abamis to control, so that nefesh alikis with the level of chokhmah that's in it with this godly spark of insof that's in the level of chokhmah is in golus. Besoy, that is the secret of Golus Ashkina, the exile Ashkina, Kadis Khalil, as mentioned earlier. That whole idea in Perikudzain, he mentions the whole idea of the Shekhina being there and not being allowed to express itself. That's the secret of the Golus of the Shekhina, that the divine is there. That they go along, they bring down the at the time of when they do the Aveda, when they go into Golus, they schlep down and they bring down the godly spark with them. And because it is covered up by the Nefesh Abamis, Velochein, Nikreis Avozoi, Banefesh Alekis. And that's why this love 
in the godly soul, in the level of Chochmah. Which desire and want is that wishes to connect to Hashem Chayachayim like the Ner Havaye, as it is the Ner Havaye. It's called B'Shem Ava Mesuteres. It's called the hidden love. It's a love that is hidden. How could it be a love that is hidden? A love is an expression, and hidden means that it's non-expressive. So he says, because it's hidden through an outside, something outside it is covering up. It's, it, it is there, but something outside is not letting it come out. Because it's hidden and covered in the garment of a sack, the klipa by the Jewish sinners. And from that cover, the spirit of foolishness goes into sin. That clipper, that cover, as the sages tell us, that the insoited of that a person sins, a person would not sin unless there is a spirit of foolishness. Um, so there is a uh, uh, there is there what, from the fact that it needs to be a spirit of foolishness means that it's the foolishness that causes him to sin because in essence there is a love of Hashem over there which is covered uh, that covered allows for a uh, a uh, for the foolishness Al Rebbe will explain later on what the foolishness consists of. But for the, um, the foolishness consists of that he can still stay connected to Hashem. So that means, that means that there is a level of the person staying connected to Hashem, of functioning of that Ava Mesuteris. But the reason that it's Mesuteris is because it's covered up and he is sort of convinced through the shtus that he could still be connected to Hashem. But in any event, we see that it's something outside, it's a shtus that covers up. Now, so why if it's covered up, how come this person will yet give up his life not to deny Hashem? Because this exile to the level of Chokhmah, that is only to the level that expands from this Banefesh Kula to the entire soul to give it life. Because the level of Chokhmah, the Neshama, Nefesh Likis rests in Chokhmah, and from the Moichin it goes on to the whole body. So that level of Chokhmah which expands into the body, that the cover can cover up and block it from functioning. But the root and the main of this level of Chokhmah, which is in the godly soul of the that is in the intellect. That's not in the expansion of, as it expands into the body. That level, which is in the Moichim, does not dress up. The Klippa, in the garment of the sack of Klippa, which is in the heart, in the ventricle, in a way of actual exile. Chochmah itself doesn't actually get exiled.
That level is in exile. So why doesn't it function? Rak. Exile is the expansion of the level of Moichin. But it's Nimshan Moichin, but not the level of the Moichin itself, not the level of Chachma itself. Rak. It's like on a level of sleeping by the Rishon. Person asleep, he has all of his powers, but he sleep. So that power of Chachma is asleep at the time. And it doesn't affect its effect in them. So the level of Chachma in the Mayor does not affect it. Calls man for as long as they're preoccupied with their minds and their understanding in the desires of the world. So they're occupied with themselves and with their worlds, their taivas. So then the chokhmah is asleep. Ah, however, when the evil, the shoyim, people come to a test, in a matter of belief, which is beyond the intellect, which means now they're touching the person, not in what he understands in the rational, in the level of the soul, which expands into the rational, into the expansion, into the bina and the emotions, into the rest of the human being, but they touch the person in the level of his amuna, which is above his da'as, because I said before, the person has an amuna unrelated to his understanding or knowledge or anything of that sort. He has an amuna deeper, which is deep-rooted in his soul, which is higher than his understanding. And that is not dressed up in any garments of understanding in which the nefesh habahamis can cover and the klippe can cover. And then you touch till the soul. You don't touch the person's intellect, but you touch his soul. To the level of chokhmah, which is the root of the emuna, which is the root of chokhmah. So then, that wakes up that chokhmah from its sleep. And it affects its impact, it impacts its its work with the power of Hashem which is dressed in it. And now the person is ready to give up his life and now he is fully at work with his level of Chochmah. Like the Pasik says in Tehillim Ein Hashem got up the level of Hashem which is in his Chochmah which the Insof gets up like a sleeping person who gets up, all of a sudden, he's up and at it, he sees now what's going on here, his moon is being touched, he's ready to give up his life. To withstand the test, and believe in Hashem, without any reason or logic that is understood to him, he doesn't understand now. Because now the Chachma was touched, the Muna was touched, and he's connected to Hashem. To overpower the clippers and the desires of this world, in the permissible and what's prohibited that he's been used to doing it. So now he's going to overcome these clippers that even heteris comes from clippers because we learned before the tivis come from clippers and certainly an iser. He has violated everything, he's been accustomed to it. The and he's going to despise them. 
Now he's going to choose. Hashem is going to be his lot, his portion is lot. Which means all of his powers, his intellect, his emotion, he's going to turn everything to Hashem now. To give over to Hashem, for the sake of his name. So even though the clippers overpowered him all of his days and he was not able to withstand them, they took control over him. As we said, the sages tell us, as we said before, in the Bereshis Rabbah, Lamadalad Yud Aleph, that Harishoyim, Sharishoyim Behemishus Libam, that they are in the domain of their heart, the left ventricle of the evil is in charge and they are in control over the person, doesn't express himself, and cannot even wake up himself up nevertheless when it comes to a test in a matter of belief in the old the founding the foundation for that amuna is in the high mountain the Kodesh in the holiness which is the Chochmah which is the godly soul which in that level of Chochmah is dressed up the blessed light of the Ein Sof. So then all the clippers become nullified and non-existent. They are like they never wore mamish. Before Hashem, they all be nullified. As the Pesach states in uh, in Yeshaya, Perik Mem, Pesach Yuzayin, Kihimez doinag mebnei eish that they will melt like uh, frost in front of the fire, and they will run away and disperse. Meaning, once the Havaya inside the level of Chochmah uh, begins to work, no, uh, I skipped the Pasik actually, I skipped the Pasik. Shai Mem Yudzayin is the Pasik, Kol Hagoyim. All the nations, meaning all the clippers are next to Hashem like nothing. Uksiv, and there, there is a further posse, that's in Tilim Tzadik Beis posse, your enemies will get lost, they will separate the Gomer, etc. Uksiv, and finally, we also have the posse in Tilim Samaches, posse Gimel, that they will melt away. And also, Uksiv, and then there's further a posik in Tilim Tzadik Zayim, posik Ches, over there, the posik Hey, where the posik says, Horim, Kadoyimamaz, Horim refers into the clippers. They will melt like frost. So, meaning that once the Eir Hashem, once the Eir Avaya, which lives in Chachma, wakes up, then all the clippers and all the mountains and all the Oivim, uh, Oivecha, everything disappears, dissipates, is lost, is melted before Hashem. And then he um, he's able to overcome and is ready to sacrifice himself because because of his great love to Hashem. Because of that great amuna, that level of Chochmah, that level of emuna, that level of love, meaning that level of connection, of wanting to stay connected, always to stay 
connected to Hashem. Now this light, the Altarev is going to explain now, that that Eir Hashem is so powerful that even just the external aspects of the person even externally just doing saying or speaking levushim of the person for Avedizara of course he says he can't touch me I believe in Hashem the level of Oyer Hashem but okay you believe in Hashem you're connected to Hashem but who cares if you were going to just do an external act, you bow down to Avedu Zoreh. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean anything. I'm going to admit, I'm going to speak in my words something. I'm going to have a thought, but really, for Avedu Zoreh, but in my heart of hearts, I am as strong as always. Here we're saying, al is going to say, that Eir Hashem is so strong, that it won't even allow for an external connection to Avedizorah. So that just his machshava or his dibras, only his maise, should sort of entertain Avedizorah. Also not. Why not? But it's not... But it's not really himself. He's, he's really connected to Hashem. He believes in Hashem. It's not taking him away from Hashem. That is the level that Al-Tareb is going to explain, the level of fear of the Chila, which is built into the Av. His connection is so strong, that because of that connection, he doesn't even want to do anything to separate himself from Hashem. Even not at an external level. Let's turn aside. The and behold, the infinite the blessed light of Hashem, the infinite light of Hashem, which is dressed up in the level of Chochmah in the soul, it's so big and powerful, the power so much, to chase away the litchis and to push off the other side in the clippers. They should not even be able to touch his garments. Even the garments which belong to the nefesh the Sitra Akhla Klippas can no longer touch now. Even though they were able to cover before on the garments. But now once it's woken up, they ain't soft, they can't even touch the garments. They can touch the garments of other mitzvahs, but not the garments as they relate to the belief of the thought, speech and action of the belief in one on God. The Hainu. What we're saying here, we mean is that the person is Lamed bin Isoyin will stand by the test, Limser Nafsay. He will even give up his life. He's so strong. Afilu Shaloid Lasis, even not to do like Eiza Maisa. Just an act, Levad Neged Amunas Hashem Echod, which goes against the belief in Hashem. 
Kigoyin, for example, when they force him, Lishtachvis Lavei Dezorah, to bow down to Avei Dezorah. Avshein Emaimim Ba'klal Beliba, even though he doesn't believe at all in his heart. So the person is so strongly connected that he doesn't allow for expression even to just do merely an act which he doesn't really have in mind, he doesn't believe in. He's ready to give up his life. V'chein, that's the level of, of, of Maise. Likewise, V'chein, the person is ready not to speak bad, uh, uh, strange words, God forbid, against the unity of Hashem. Even though it's just to say that even if his mouth and his heart is not the same, he doesn't believe what he's saying, he's just saying it. Still, he's ready to give up his life not to say, not to denounce, say his even heart, his heart is complete in Hashem, yet he will not say. Who cares if he says? That means if he would say, he would only he wouldn't really his soul, his inside wouldn't be given over to the clippers. He would just be externally given over to the clippers. Just his speech would be uh, given over to the clippers of them. But still, he doesn't do that. And why? That is for the level of the Yiras Hashem. That is the fear which is included in the love. That is that natural love which is in the godly soul that is in general by Yidin that's the love, that's the nature of the love that it wants and its desire natural to connect in its to its root and its source so now this is a strong love, a connection. Connection is a heart thing. And it doesn't really seemingly matter what his externally does because his heart is connected. But when we say that the fear is connected, it is included in it. Because of that love and that desire to cleave to Hashem. So now it is afraid. It is afraid and it is uh, scared. Naturally, from even touching, we could say, even at the edge of the impure of God forbid. Fear means you're not even going to touch it. Which is against the belief of Hashem Echad. That's such a love which includes itself also. Because the love, he can have a love to Hashem, who cares what he does. But here he has that fear of even touching anything which is connected to that Ava. Even if it's only in the outer garments. Not even in the Machshava, which is an inner garment. But even in the outer garments of speech or action, which are connected to without even having anything in his heart. He's still not going to do it. The Yid is afraid of doing that. That fear is caused by the love. Because the love isn't affected by the Ava Mesuteris. Because this Ava Mesuteris will be connected to Hashem, notwithstanding the fact that externally He does something. But it's that Yireh which is included by Ava. The Alter Rebbe said before, this is the Bayer Hatev to explain how this Yireh is included by Ava and the Ava of the person is something which every Yid has. So in regards to on the daily life, 
when the Amunah is not touched, so then the Amunah sleeps. His pashtus in the body is the, and the, is the Nefesh Abahamis takes control, and that's why he lives his life with the Ruach Shtus covering up on him, and in Shama sleeping. But when it's touched, the Amunah, that's when he wakes up, everything falls apart, uh, the, all the enemies, all the clippers, everything falls apart, and the person is totally connects himself to Hashem and is ready to give up his life for his Amunah and his belief in Hashem.